Hey, all you out there in TV land. I'm Alyssa, and this is When TV Was Great Podcast, where I recap shows from I Love Lucy to Breaking Bad and everything in between. Come join me and reminisce about When TV Was Great. Hey, guys. How's it going? It has been quite an eventful week for me. I kind of got a job. <laughs> the job I was not expecting, um, it kind of fell into my lap. I was like, oh, I could do that job. And then I like got it like the next day. Couldn't believe it. So I'm a stay-at-home mom, so I have to figure out what to do with my son. It's a full-time job. Wasn't expecting that either. I was trying to look for part-time, but hey, you know what? Everything happens for a reason. So I'm like, how am I going to juggle a full-time job and my podcast? I mean, I know a lot of people do it. I'm going to try to do it my, my best, you guys. If there is a little bit of a delay, I apologize while I get this. These are some major adjustments for my son, for me, for my husband, for everybody. I mean, I won't be able to clean the house all day and do laundry all day. And, you know, and, and it's just going to be different. It's going to be very different. I did find a daycare for my son, so that's great. I'm I'm also going to have to be, I have to get used to that. Make sure I don't, you know, I'm not a basket case the first day he goes. So it's all a lot of changes for us. So um, just excuse me if it, there's delays. I will always let you guys know if there's going to be delays. Um, I know I have some followers, followers, followers here, and I truly appreciate every single one of you that you've stuck with me this long i mean we're like on 37 episodes now you guys 37 episodes is that crazy or what you know sometimes people say that uh you don't last more than six episodes like people just don't last more than six well i i've done pretty good then (laughs) and i want to keep going you know i want to try to keep doing weekly i'm gonna try my best on the days when I have to do hour-long episodes, I might have to, like, stretch that out a little more. But, like, with a Wonder Years episode, those are super easy. They're, you know, it doesn't take long. It's, like, about a half-hour podcast. Um, the, the episode's half an hour, and it's half half-hour podcast. So, I think that, um, I think it's gonna be fine. It's gonna, I'm gonna adjust okay. It's just, it's, you know, it's just gonna be different. So, um, I mean, I'm used to having all this time in the daytime to go do my errands and do this and do that and take the baby to the park and take him to his class and you know it's just gonna be quite different now so today I'm gonna be reviewing the Wonder Years season four episode two ninth grade man on his first day of the ninth grade Kevin is bullied out of his locker humiliated by Becky Slater scheduled for the wrong class, and meets a new girl who diverts his attention away from thinking of Winnie Cooper, who is now at a different school. Yep. So, in the season, in the episode before this, Winnie moved away. And, uh, Kevin goes and visits her, like, on his bike. That was the end of that episode. He, he goes and visits her on his bike. So, he, he, it's, it's, you know, it's within distance, but she still is in a different school zone now. So, is that what it's called? School zone? School, school zone, right? Yeah. All right, guys. So let's go ahead and get started. This episode aired on September 26, 1990. I bet you there was some amazing music in 1990. Let's go ahead and see what, what it was, shall we? 
and it doesn't disappoint. Number one song from September 21st, 1990, Re- Release Me, Wilson Phillips. Remember that song? That wasn't their big song, though. Their first one was Hold On, which I think was before this. Uh, number two, Blaze of Glory from Young Guns 2 by John, John, John Bon Jovi. Number three, one of my favorite songs, Do Me, Belle Biv DeVoe. You can do me in the morning, you can do me in the night, you can do me when you want to do me. Remember that song? Am I just an old fart and like I'm the only one who remembers that song? Number four, Can't Live Without Your Love and Affection by Nelson. Remember Nelson? The twins, the long blonde hair twins. Number five, Close to You, Maxi Priest. Nah. Number six, Thieves in the Temple by Prince. I have never been a Prince fan, you guys. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm just not a fan of him. Number seven, this is a good song. Something Happened on the Way to Heaven by Phil Collins. Remember that one? Number eight, Praying for Time, George Michael. Love George Michael. Number nine, Have You Seen Her, MC Hammer. But that song was actually a cover by the Shy Lights, which is way better version. Number 10, Unskinny Bop, Poison. Yeah, Poison like ruled the freaking airwaves around this time. Okay, let's look at movies. Okay, domestic, domestic, why can't I talk today? I haven't even had a drink. Domestic box office for September 1990. Number one, Ghost. Hell of a movie right there. That was a good one. Number two, Postcards from the Edge. I didn't know this, but that's a movie about um, Carrie Fisher's life with her mom. Her mom, who is her mom? Debbie Reynolds? Debbie Reynolds, yeah. Number three, Presumed Innocent. I have not seen that one. Number four, Flatliners. Nope, have not seen it. Number five, Dark Man. No, no. Number six, Goodfellas. Number seven, Problem Child. I just watched that movie the other day. Well, uh, actually, some of these movies are from the summer. I apologize, guys. But I guess they were still po- popular in September 1990. I just watched Problem Child. You know what? I know that movie gets a lot of uh, a lot of people. Uh, it gets dissed a lot. But man, that movie's hilarious. There are some really cheesy parts, I'm not going to lie, but it's funny as hell. I love it. Um, number eight, Death Warrant. Okay. Number nine, Young Guns 2, of course. And number ten, Taking Care of Business. I have no idea what that movie's about. Okay. So let's go ahead and get started with the episode. This is Mommy's podcast. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Sorry about that. My son wanted to uh, say hi. On with the show. Okay, so Kevin is starting high school. And they have the, um, you know, the theme from 2001 Space Odyssey playing. And, uh, you know, it's like the beginning. You know, have you guys, have you guys ever seen 2001 Space Odyssey? Great, great, great movie. I never really understood it until I got to be older. Uh, it's it's fantastic. I, I'm a big music, uh, classical music fan, and I love the soundtrack of it. And I just, ooh, I love Stanley Kubrick. I absolutely love his his movies. So, I mean, it's a no brainer for me. A lot of people say it's boring. I mean, there's some boring parts, I guess, but it's really good. I really like that movie. Uh, anyways. Just want to put that in there. So Kevin is and Winnie and Paul are at the pizza parlor, and Paul is worrying about patchy dry spots. He thinks that he's getting a, a he's 
that's like stress is causing him to break out. He's stressed because he's starting a new school. Well, not starting a new school. He's going, they're, they're going to the same school. <clears throat> they're going to go to um, ninth grade, but ninth grade is considered the last year of junior high. Where I grew up, ninth grade was high school. So it's a little different in different places. <coughs> Winnie is going to a completely different school. She's on, you know, this is what I t- said earlier. She's on the uh, different school zone now. So she has school district. That's the word I'm trying to think of. School district, not school zone. School zone is like where you can't speed. <laughs> Anyways, I'm a little punchy today, guys. Um, so, yeah. Winnie's scared. Kevin's like, don't, ha- there's nothing to be scared of. And then they decide to have this little pact. I'm scared. What? Well, I am. When he stopped worrying, everybody's gonna like you. That's easy for you to say. You're not starting in a new school. All strange classrooms. All strange people. And you'll be so far away. You won't forget about me, will you? What? Will you think about me? Of course I'll think about you. Think about me every hour. On the hour. And I'll think about you. Winnie, promise? Every hour? I promise. Sure, I'd promise her the world. Why not? I was ninth grade man. So the next day at school, Kevin's getting harassed by a bully named Tony. And Kevin and Paul are like, I thought you graduated last year. And he says, I graduate every year. So this guy's probably about 18 years old, still in junior high. But, you know, whatever. Um... He tells Kevin that he wants his locker. Kevin says, no, your locker's over there. He goes, I guess I got two lockers now. So um, that sucks. Kevin lost his locker. (laughs) Then Kevin sees another familiar face, Becky Slater. Now, I did a podcast about Becky Slater, um, but you know what happened, guys? It got lost. I don't know what happened. I don't know what, uh, when I uploaded it, or when I, when I uploaded my next podcast, I think it got renamed or got, it got like, um, like copied over. So basically it's gone. <laughs> I couldn't find it anywhere. I looked through all my stuff. I couldn't find it anywhere. So that episode is gone from the, it's gone. It's completely gone. There's another Wonder Years episode that's gone too. Is that the one I'm thinking of? There's a couple episodes that are completely gone and I have no control over it. I can't find them. I'd have to completely do them over again, which I might do, but I don't, I don't know about that. Uh, so anyways, in that episode, if anybody has been following and listens to it, Becky, uh, it's Valentine's Day and Becky thinks that Kevin's giving her a Valentine and it's actually for Winnie, but he's, he's giving it to, so Becky thinks, you know, Becky thinks it's for her. Kevin tells her and she tries to (laughs) run him over with her bike. And Craig Hobson, who is Kevin's friend, he helps her up, and then they they start dating. And um, in this scene, Becky hates Kevin again. And it's because Craig Hobson dumped her and moved away and went to military school. So she hates Kevin because of this. She thinks it's all his fault. Typical Becky. She says she's gonna... She vows to get revenge on him. Oh, boy. So Kevin's in his... First class, thinking about Winnie because it's 8 o'clock on the dot. He's thinking about her. He smiles because he remembered. And he sits down at his desk and he sees Madeline. He is absolutely, like, 
struck by her. She's gorgeous, girl, gorgeous blonde girl wearing like a, a mini skirt and uh, just dressed all cute. She's a really pretty girl. And he cannot even uh, form words to talk to her. He's like so smitten. Go. Excuse me. You, uh, dropped this. And I, uh, 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 pick, picked it up. For you. Thank you. Well, Kevin. Fact. Lead conducts electricity. <laughs> so, yeah, he's absolutely gaga for her. Uh, Paul comes up to Kevin after class and says, This is awful! They gave me chemistry! So I guess back in the day they used to assign classes to you, uh, elective classes. I remember picking ours out. But, you know, I don't know. I don't remember much about junior high. Paul gets assigned to chemistry. He doesn't want to take it because he's allergic to everything, including soap. <laughs> he's allergic to, to chemicals. And Kevin gets industrial arts. This is a funny scene. Is there a teacher here? Uh, yeah, Nestor. But uh, you don't want to talk to Nestor. Of course I did. After all, he was a teacher, an employee of the public school system. Where is he? Over there. So far, so good. So far as I could tell. Yeah. Well, the fact is, I'm not very good at industrial arts. I think I'd be better at something like, uh, chemistry or, uh... Masha! Your eyes! Watch your eyes! Bullethead. Oh, where were we? Well, silly as it sounds, uh... I think they've got the wrong Arnold. Wrong, Arnold? Huh? Uh, right. So... Baba, no, no. Not the stoop driver. The chisel. Idiot. So you want out? That it? Kinda. I mean, if that'd be all right with you. Okay. I'll let you out. There. Finally. Only one thing, though. You gotta arm wrestle me for it. I am sitting here cracking up. That scene always makes me laugh. I just love that. Huh? 
Arnold? Huh? Oh my god, so funny. And then he's you gotta arm wrestle me for it. God, he and this teacher is probably about eighty something years old. Uh looks like Mr. Magoo. He got the big old Magoo glasses and uh my thought of this is, okay, so Kevin, first day, first day of school for everybody, yet they act like, he said, you're new here. Well, so does that mean that every kid in the class goes, like, for the whole three years of junior high in that class? Like, yes, he's new here. They're all, they all should be new there. I, I don't know. That's kind of funny to me. So, <laughs> Kevin's having an interesting day so far. So, so Paul and Kevin are eating lunch, and Kevin's, like, bummed. You know, it's not going the way he thought it would. Paul is excited about chemistry, which is hilarious. He would he was so against taking it. Uh, and, you know, Paul's, Paul's like, cheering him up now. Paul, it's going to, it's er, you know, Kevin, it's going to be okay, you know. It's going to get better. Everything's going to work out. And then while Kevin is looking at, <laughs> he's about to take a sip of his milk, Becky Slater comes up and dumps his milk onto his lunch. I hate men. Hilarious. Hilarious. She is freaking crazy, man. And I don't know if I mentioned this. I probably mentioned this in the last podcast, but it got uh, the last time I, I recorded. But um, the last the Valentine's episode that I did, um, that that is uh, the girl who plays um, Becky Slater is uh, Danica McKellar, who plays Winnie. That's her, they're sisters in real life. And she kind of looks like her, except she's got blonde hair. Kind of looks, I mean, Danica's way prettier. But um, they look like each other. So now Kevin's sitting in French class. Did anybody take French? I took Spanish. And barely passed it. Took Spanish too and failed. This is in high school, though. I never took Spanish in junior high. Did I? No, I don't think I did. I don't think we took any foreign languages in junior high. Uh, But... He's in, he's in French class, and the teacher's trying to get everybody to speak to her in French. You know, she says, we're only going to, what's that called, immerse ourselves, immerse, immersion, where we just only speak French to each other. So, uh, Madeline stands up and starts speaking, like, fluent French with the teacher. And Kevin's like, what the hell? And he's, like, just mesmerized by her. So, he has, like, this little fantasy but I guess it's kind of real. I don't know. Judge for yourself here. And suddenly I understood why French was the language of diplomacy, of poetry, of romance, of... Amore. Suddenly I understood every single word. J'ai attendu toute ma vie pour toi. Voulez-vous de belle? À l'instant où je t'ai vu, Hey, it was the only thing I knew in French. Kevin, Madeline. Kevin? En français, s'il vous plaît. Okay, so Kevin's standing up, and in, like, okay, you can kind of tell when there's a dream sequence because it's kind of fuzzy. So once the fuzziness goes away, you see Kevin standing up, and he says, Madeline. And 
I don't know if Kevin just stood up and just said Madeline or if he actually said, I don't think he said that entire thing with her. I think he was just, per- I don't know. You know, you can never tell with a show. <laughs> they do a lot of flashbacks. They do a lot of uh, like fantasy sequences. This one, um, I don't really know. I've always been kind of like wondering what what's going on in this scene. But basically he embarrasses himself. Whatever happens, he's embarrassing himself, you know. And uh, the teacher's like, in French, please. So uh, very embarrassing. But he is absolutely head over heels for this girl. And I also want to mention that he uh, he forgot his hourly promise to think about Winnie. Now, uh, a few, back back when he first started his, his day, um, I said that he remembered to think about Winnie at 8 o'clock, but he didn't remember. I forgot to mention that. He... It had already passed 8 o'clock and he'd already, and he, because, because of Madeline, she's made him forget his promise to think about Winnie both times now, twice now. So, um, yeah, not good. And that's kind of a metaphor for like, what's gonna, what's to be for, uh, what's, you know, for Winnie and Kevin and, and, you know, Kevin's feelings for Madeline. It's, it's all gonna come out soon. So Kevin is just like, no, I, I, I need help here. So he goes to the guidance counselor. And guess who the guidance counselor is? Yep, this is what I needed. A man of wisdom. A man of vision. A man who taught Jim. Ah, Arnold. Mr. Cutlip? What can I do for you? I, uh... I came to see the guidance counselor. Is he in? Mrs. Dalabetta is the regular guidance man. I'm just filling in. Temporarily. Till December. Can it wait? Well, um... Relax, Arnold. Take a load off. Have a seat. Right. I understand your hesitation. You're thinking Ed Cutlip, a crack physical education instructor. What's a man of action like him doing in a swivel chair. Am I right? Well. Unusual? Maybe. Unexpected? Certainly. But think of it this way, Arnold. There might be more in this old bean than meets the eye. Maybe I can even help. And the way he said it, for one moment, I actually wondered if he could help. No. No, thanks. Come on, son. What is it? It's ninth grade. Ah. It's not turning out the way I thought it would. I, I don't have a locker, and my classes are all wrong, and... I see. You do? It's a complex problem, but there's a simple solution. There is? Maybe I had him wrong. Maybe there was more to Ed Cutlip than met the eye. So what do we do now? Lapse. (laughs) Oh, man. So, Coach Cutlip, yeah, he gave him some real good advice there. Lapse. That's exactly what a gym teacher would say, right? So Kevin's doing laps. 
in his clothes. He doesn't have any gym shorts on. He's just completely in his, he's wearing a long sleeve button up like plaid shirt and jeans and of course Converse. And um, the girls running team, or I don't know if it's running team or if it's PE class, they're coming up behind him. And in the lead is Becky Slater. And then Becky Slater starts to race Kevin. And all the girls are cheering, cheering her on. And Kevin is, he's got nobody cheering for him. But they're running, they're racing. Uh, Kevin beats her. And he's so proud of himself because it's been such a shitty day. He's, he's, he finally wins one. He's cheering. And then Becky, like, punches him hard in the stomach. He falls to the ground in pain. And all the girls are laughing at him. And Becky got her comeuppance, I guess you can call it. And now he's even more humiliated than he was in French class. <laughs> so, um, end, nice ending to his day there, isn't it? Madeline is there to help him get up. And you can tell that there's chemistry there. She likes him, too. A lot. Kevin? Madeline? She'd seen the whole thing. The whole humiliating episode. It was pretty clear she'd come over to laugh at me. I just came over to thank you. Huh? For being nice to me. You don't know how hard it is to be the new girl in school. And then it happened. Something inside of me snapped. I'd had enough. I'd been pushed too far. And I knew what I had to do. Hey, Barbell! I want my locker back. Now! <laughs> so, yeah, that sound you heard, that was Madeline giving Kevin a kiss on the lips. Mm-hmm. And he's just kind of staring at her like, you know, just like shocked, stunned. I mean... I would say that that it's a pretty good topper to a day, even though you got a girlfriend. That's pretty cool to get kissed by a beautiful girl, right? I mean, in his his eyes, I guess. Um, you know, she's the only one who did. Oh, and also, I want to also talk about the uh, the the parallel here. It's kind of like a parallel. They're when he's the new girl in school. Madeline's a new girl in school. It's like he's falling for the new girl in school. You know what I mean? And um, he's falling for the new girl in school. He needs to put himself in her shoes, put him, you know, put Winnie, put himself in Winnie's shoes. And, uh, you know, it, it just kind of just shows you what's going to, what's, what's going to happen with that couple. Um, it obviously doesn't end well, guys. There's a very sad episode. Um, a couple sad episodes actually, but, um, they end up breaking up, uh, but not because of Madeline. Uh, because she's met somebody. But that's not for a couple more episodes. I think they go a couple more, maybe three more. I can't remember, guys. Uh, anyways, Kevin goes to meet Winnie at the pizza parlor. And he's so happy to see her. And, you know, he probably wants to tell her all about his day. And she says, how was your day? And he says, fine. 
doesn't tell her and is playing that song uh, Be My Baby by the Ronettes that very famous opening song from Dirty Dancing and you know they're just cuddling at the table and he has his arm around her and then uh, you see Madeline walk past their table Kevin notices her and he's like oh and Winnie has her like she's not paying attention and uh, she has her eyes closed at one point and because he's, he's holding her in his arms, you know, like has his arm around her. And Madeline walks behind them to the jukebox and kind of looks at them. And Winnie says, you have no idea what it's like to be the new girl in school. And Madeline hears this. And it's just really, really telling, isn't it? And that's the end of the episode, guys. Um, to be continued. It's gonna. It's like a um, kind of a cliffhanger, I guess. I remember... Um, Madeline is all over Kevin all the time and in French class for some reason they have to do a they have to bake something and they are uh teamed up as a group they're you know they're partners to do some kind of I think they're making like a I can't remember what they make but um and Kevin uh uh has like a when when he gave him like some kind of like like a bracelet or something an engraved bracelet and he loses it while they're baking and uh she wonders what happened to it so he basically lies to her and says you know it has it, the whole episode's about that that you know that the bracelet's missing and uh yeah and, I, and then madeline actually finds it and gives it back to him and she's she's very upset that he has a girlfriend you can tell just by the look on her face on this but there's a couple more madeline episodes um and that is it, guys. Um, I love the episode because of the whole scene with uh, Nestor, <laughs> the shop teacher. Uh, God. I, uh, I just love the humor of this show. And yes, I do want to talk about the new Wonder Year show coming out. Uh, it actually starts... I'll give you the guys the date if you guys are interested. Is it on Hulu? It's already listed on Hulu, guys. So, um, and this episode's on Hulu, by the way, too. All the Wonders are on Hulu. But, um, let me see here. Yeah, the Wonder Years, the new show. Is it on already? Watch trailer. It doesn't say when it's coming. Just says, it's coming to ABC, just like the original Wonder Years. The story of the Williams family during the late 1960s all through the point of view of imaginative 12-year-old Dean. With the wisdom of his adult years, Dean's hopeful and humorous recollections of his past spotlight the ups and downs of growing up in a black middle-class family in Montgomery, Alabama. Hmm. During the 60s. Wow. Alabama was... Wow. Yeah, that's... And the friendship, laughter, and lessons along the way. It's starring Don Cheadle. Love him. He must be the dad. Alicia E.J. Williams. Dooley Hill. Saikon Sang Blau. Laura Karuki. It doesn't say what day it starts. I can get a date here for you guys, though. The Wonder Years reboot. And I want to say uh, that um, Ke uh, Fred Savage, who plays Kevin, uh, has something to do with this. Let's see. I'm pretty sure he's like the producer. Let's see here. Here's a Wikipedia. Who plays Dean? 
Dean is played by... Where is he? Oh! Is that a guy or a girl? Alicia. Hold on, I gotta see if this is a guy or a girl. Because the person's name is Alicia E.J. Williams. Oh, Don Cheadle's the voice! He's the narrator, like like uh, Dan Dave Daniel Stern, you know the guy from Home Alone is a narrator on Wonder Years. Don Cheadle is the narrator on the on this. Okay, I gotcha. So, it pre oh here we go premieres sept uh, uh Wednesday September twenty second. That's this Wednesday. Kevin Arnold, okay, so Fred Savage is an executive producer on the reboot and directed its first episode. See, I think that's pretty cool. You know, sometimes when they do reboots, they don't have the original people, you know? Um, the one that I, I, I mean, I could talk about reboots till I'm blue in the face. I've seen so many of them. I really like the Fuller House one. That one, it was really good. Um, I mean, the only people that weren't in it from the original show were the Olsen twins. And everybody else was in it. Even the, you know, three guys, D Danny, Joey, and Uncle Jesse, and Rebecca, and even the twins are in it. The, uh, the, I can't remember, Nikki and Alex, they're in it. You know, and then even, like, the, the, the kids' friends from high school are in it. Like, you know, there's, it's, and that's what I like about that. Now, the Punky Brewster one was pretty cool, but, because the Punky Brewster has, let's see, so she's in it, Cherry is in it. I think Margot's in it, but I never got to that episode. Um, Henry died, so he's not in that one. Uh, in, in real life, he died. But, you know, I know with a lot of reboots, you can't have all the original people because it has been a long time and some of them have passed. Um, but as far as, like, terrible reboots, I would, I would say the Melrose Place one was pretty bad. <laughs> that was a pretty bad one. The 90210 one... Uh, the one that came out in 20, I think it was 2019, because my son was, yeah, my son was an infant. That one I actually really liked. I really liked it. And it got canceled after, I, I want to say there were six episodes. There wasn't that many. I thought it was really good. Um, but, you know, other people just, I guess, it's, you know, maybe the absence of Luke Perry from that just didn't do it for people. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I could roll with the punches, but anyways, um, yeah. So I'm kind of curious to see this Wonder Years one. Um, and they're also rebooting another show that I was really excited about. Oh, I can't remember what it was right now. I'll have to update later, but Anyways, uh, that is all for today. Um, next week, I'm going to be working on Speak of the Devil, Full House. And the episode, I think, is called Back to School Blues. Uh, DJ goes into junior high. Let me tell you guys, I I remember going into junior high. And man, I can relate to this episode so much because junior high was the worst two years of my entire life. I, 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 I have a feeling people would agree with that, with that, that, um, that statement. I really do. Everybody I've talked to hated junior high, you know. High school was awesome, but junior high sucked. So, we're going to be talking about that one. 
I have no idea what I'm doing next month. Um, let's just kind of see what happens with with um, my schedule and this job. And um, yeah, um, any podcasts I've li- been listening to the Sopranos, talking Sopranos podcasts. That's all I've been listening to lately. Um. Oh, let's talk about impeachment really quick. That show is fantastic, you guys. There's only there's been two episodes. The first one was a little slow. I'm not gonna lie. The second one delivered. It was really good. So if you haven't watched it, it's on it's on um, FX now. You can stream it, but it's on. It airs at ten o'clock on Tuesday nights. That's really late. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. That's like my time to go relax, have some popcorn, have a drink. You know, because my kids in bed by like nine hopefully you know but I actually stay up for that show because it's really good I also started a really good movie on Netflix Uh, I just want to mention it really quick it's called Worth and it's a true story about a guy named uh Kenneth something Kenneth I really should know this let me get his name because it's a it's a true story Kenneth Uh, let's see, Kenneth Nine. Feinberg, Kenneth Feinberg. Okay, so Kenneth Feinberg was a lawyer, and Michael Keaton plays him. And he was a lawyer, and after 9-11 happened, he worked, he worked in D.C., and after 9-11 happened, he was hired to be a, let me just read his exact title. Mediation and alternative dispute resolution lawyer. That's what he was hired to do. So, all these victims of 9-11, he had to figure out how much each person got paid in compensation. Uh, so basically, you know, you have you have the cooks that worked at the, um, the restaurant at the top of the Trade Center. Then you have like the multi-million dollar CEOs, you know. And then you have people on the planes. You, got, you have to like think about all this stuff. And then you got, you know, and also with the Pentagon too. So people, uh, so he's trying to figure out, and I, I've only, go, I've only watched about the first half hour of it. And I just was, I'm probably going to finish it today. It was really good. So, I mean, just think about it. if you have to be in that position where you have to decide who gets what money and why, you know, that person gets more money because they made more money, you know, and their family is used to that lifestyle. You know, it's it's like you have to like think like that. And I would never want that job, would you? So that's a really good movie. It's called Worth. It's on Netflix. And uh, Michael Keaton, you know, he's freaking amazing. I love Michael Keaton, okay? <laughs> I loved him in Beetlejuice. I watched a movie with him called The Founder. If anybody has never seen this movie, it's about Ray Kroc, the guy who founded McDonald's. Of course, if you get into the movie, he didn't, fi- he didn't really... F- uh, discover McDonald's. Somebody else did. He took all their ideas. He stole it. I mean, he's a he's a pretty pretty big asshole, man. So, anyways, that's <laughs> those are my recommendations. <laughs> Worth the founder and uh, impeachment. You guys got to see impeachment. It's so good. And when I was, uh, you know, this happened in ninety. So so it all came out in ninety eight, which I was in my second year of college. 96 I was in high school and I faintly remember it um I remember the whole talk about the dress and yeah but anyways Clive Owen I gotta say 
I, Clive Owen, I was like, okay, this guy's not going to be a good Bill Clinton. He is. He's really good. I have not seen um, Edie Falco play Hillary yet. She she was in it for like a, a millisecond. Um, I mean, we, you know, her, her hearing her talk, you know, but um, she looks like her. But I mean, you, we got to see if she's got that Hillary, you know, crazy accent. I'm not a fan of Hillary or the Clintons, but we'll just leave that leave it at that. But it's really good, you guys. You gotta check it out. Okay, I better stop stop babbling here. So next week, uh, Full House, uh, Back to School Blues, and then I guess in October I'll probably do Halloween themed episodes. Probably do a couple of Simpsons. Um, I just have to figure it out. There are there there was a good Home Improvement Halloween episode, huh? I might have to do that one too. Okay, well maybe just spooky episodes. Um, okay, that's it. I will shut up now and (laughs) I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in.